We are GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming out this evening, government approves 4 million cities to clear Kolebu renal units the end. Elections 2024, we will not defend unprofessional conduct, GJA warns journalists. Seven arrested over contact clashes and in other stories, Boko conflict increases power losses to 39%. This Business, sports and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. The government has announced that the finance ministry has approved 4 million cities to help clear the outstanding debts of the renal unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. The outpatient department of the renal unit was closed down in May 2023 due to debt leading to the death of 19 patients. The closure also inconvenienced other patients who rely on dialysis services, forcing them to seek treatment elsewhere at a higher cost. Although the facility has since reopened, Health Minister Kwekuajiman Menu told Parliament Thursday that the Ministry of Health has engaged the Ministry of Finance and secured the approval of 4 million Ghana cities to pay the unit's debt. The Ministry of Health has since requested the Ministry of Finance to settle the total indebtedness of 4 million Ghana cities. And the good news is that the Minister of Finance has just approved the disbursement of this 4 million cities to support our patients in Kolebu, Menu indicated. Now, the Ghana Journalist Association, GJA, has warned media practitioners against unprofessional conduct ahead of the 2024 elections. Speaking at the launch of the GJA US Embassy Ghana Elections 2024 Project DAB, Journalists for Peaceful Discourse, on Thursday, the GJA President Albert Kobuna Jumfo said GJA would not protect or defend any media practitioner who behaves in a way that incites violence or undermines the electoral process. The GJA's warning comes after a monitoring report by the association found that the media was used to incite violence during the 2020 elections. Mr. Jumfo added that freedom of expression does not mean that people can speak irresponsibly. He urged media practitioners to practice responsible journalism and to avoid reporting in a way that could incite violence or undermine the electoral process. Freedom of expression does not only mean allowing people to speak, but also ensuring responsibility. Findings of the GJA MNC media monitoring during the December 7 elections revealed that incitement on media platforms topped types of violence perpetrated during the elections. This is the reason I keep admonishing media practitioners and institutions to be very professional in the discharge of their duties. I want to reiterate that the GJA does not and will not condone unprofessional conduct. We will not shield or provide cover for defiance of professionalism. 
Now, police have apprehended seven individuals in connection with the violence clashes leading to one fatality in Kwanta in the Oti region. The clash occurred during a traditional festival with preliminary investigations identifying the suspects, including Misiri Adebo, Kweku Atinka, Kabori Asata, Siba Kobena, Nana Bruce, Gideon Ejay, and Kwame Efriye. These individuals, along with others, engaged in a conflict with an opposing faction, resulting in five individuals sustaining gunshot wounds and multiple houses being set ablaze. The deceased body has been taken to the Nkonta Government Hospital for preservation and autopsy. BSP John Ncho, the public relations officer of the Oti Regional Police Command, in an interview with the media, confirmed that the suspects are currently in custody, aiding investigation. Efforts are underway to apprehend additional suspects for legal proceedings. The situation has since been brought under control in Nkonta. However, some residents who had fled their community out of fear for their life are yet to return, even after the police restored calm. Meanwhile, the victims are in the process of recovery, with one individual being transferred to the Kolebu Teaching Hospital for further treatment. Now, in a related development, the unending conflict in Boko has led to an increase in electricity losses from 20% to 39%. The Upper East Area Manager of the Northern Electricity Distribution Company, Netco, Eugene Ado, has revealed. He said the high losses were indicative of people tampering with meters and service connections within the municipality. Mr. Ado disclosed this while addressing the media at the end of a month-long mass revenue mobilization exercise within its operational areas. The exercise, which ended on October 31, 2023, was intended to retrieve over 165 million cities owed by consumers. He expressed worry that the power distribution company had not been able to deal with the situation as a result of the protracted conflict in the area. Mr. Addo mentioned that some of the residents had taken advantage of the situation to engage in illegal connections to their homes and shops. He noted that the essence of the exercise was to retrieve debt owed the company, especially the municipal and district assemblies which owed a chunk of the debt. He announced that at the exercise out of the total amount owed by consumers, an amount of 8 million cities was retrieved from post-paid consumers within the Upper East and Northeast regions. Further, he explained that consumers who were unable to pay a considerable amount of their indebtedness were disconnected. Mr. Addo said as part of the exercise, more than 9,000 consumers were disconnected, adding consumers who managed to make payments were reconnected while others signed payment agreement to pay their debts in installment. In the same vein, he said 111 illegal connections were de detected in the course of the exercise and the culprits were processed for payment. He said the company was unable to cut power supply to some critical institutions, especially hospitals and MDAs, since the government was responsible for paying such debts. Now moving to some business this evening, 
The Foreign Traders Association has denied allegations leveled against them by the Trades Union Congress TUC of taking over the retail business in Ghana. Traders at UTC in Accra Central Business District CBD closed their shops Monday morning in protest of the influx of foreigners in the retail space. The aggrieved traders, most of whom are members of the Traders Advocacy Group, TAG, insist that foreigners, by entering the retail business instead of focusing on selling on a wholesale basis, are perpetuating an illegality and driving the predominantly Ghanaian retailers out of business. By speaking to the media, the spokesperson for the foreign traders, Abdul Malik, denied the allegations and described such accusations as baseless and without merit. The Traders Advocacy Group also threatened to seek an interpretation of the GIPC Act forbidding non-Ghanaians from engaging in retail trade. Abel Marley told the media that his outfit is prepared to demonstrate to any court that they are operating within the bounds of the law. Now to some sports this evening, the Executive Council of the Ghana Football Association GFA will today Friday, November 2023, decide on the future of Black Stars coach Chris Hilton. The decision to part company with Hilton was taken after Ghana's faithless performance against Mexico and the USA last month during the international friendly matches. The leadership of the football governing body is not convinced the former Newcastle United manager would have a good start to the World Cup 2026 qualifiers against Madagascar and Comoros. After seven matches under Mr. Hilton, the Black Stars has not been impressive per the FA hierarchy and initiated steps to part company with him after Ghana's last AFCON qualifier against Central Africa Republic. However, the initial steps per the media sources were not approved by the sports ministry. It is unclear if the ministry has finally rescinded its decision, but sources say cabinet has not endorsed the move of the association. Sources on October 2023 20, drew the media to a supposed frosty relationship the head of the technical team and the FA leadership are offering at loggerheads over player call us to the senior national team. Some claim the technical team itself is not united, hence Chris Hutting supervises training session himself instead of the conventional practice where the assistant coach leads training sessions. The ESCO meeting of the FA Friday would be crucial as Chris' fate would be decided. Though sources say not all the members of the council subscribe to the decision to sack Chris. Now, moving straight to some showbiz this evening, having realized the mental torture many people, especially the young ones, are going through under the harsh economic condition of this country, rapper Ochiame Kwame released his latest song, Inshallah, last month. The made them tune, which features fast rising rapper King Paluta, and also produced by the latter, see the DO profile words of encouragement to listeners not to easily give up the fight for survival. Both rappers are blessed with lyrical competence, and that was surely on display as Ochame Kwame and his colleague King Paluta waxing in their rap skills and delivery. Perhaps 
charmed by Ochame's rap skills on the song. King Paluta, known for songs such as Yahithe and Ahojo, praised the former as the best rapper alive in Twitter in a Twitter post. Already, the newest tune is getting lots of attention on social media with a rap battle, and that, that the two served rap fan- fanatics and music audience. However, the 2009 VGMA Artist of the Year winner told the media that Inshallah, which is one of the songs of his upcoming Love and Hustle album, is to encourage listeners and the Ghanaian general public not to easily give up in these hard times. Truthfully, it is difficult for people to even afford three square meals a day or buy common foods like kenke and fish or beans and gari. We are in difficult times and currently Ghanaians must be told it will be alright because it is tough and difficult. It is difficult for people to buy a bowl of gari and beans. It is difficult to buy kenke and when you watch television, children below the ages of five are dying of hunger. Someone must inject positivity in the media. So while I am encouraging people to love themselves, I am equally urging people not to give up but go out there and hustle, he stated. And that's it with the evening's news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akan Sukumaisi. Thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening. Ghana Talks Radio, number one.